is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking together at some of the things that are important to us as a church. Uh, we're looking at our vision, and I think something will come up magically behind me in a moment. And we've looked at church, there we are, thank you, uh, church, presence, and kingdom so far. And uh, I think the, the talks from the websites, if you missed those, you can download those if you wish. But we're talking about some of the things that are important to us, and not just our values, but what our vision is, what we're going for, what's it, what God is speaking to us about. And we, we looked at these subject headings of church and presence of God and his kingdom. And uh, today we're going to look at mission. And um, I'm excited about this. This is, this is a much part of what we're going for as the other three. And really, mission can have a whole series on it all by itself. But I need to be disciplined and try and get through it in about 25 minutes. So uh, we'll pray, and you can pray for a miracle. And we'll see where we go if we get through it this morning. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you've been speaking to us already this morning. And uh, we pray now that as we look at this subject together, that you would speak to our hearts. Lord Jesus, would you be so present with us? Would you speak to our hearts and draw us into all that you have for us, individually, as families, and as a church? We ask it, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so under the heading of mission then, what are some of the things that we're going for? What is our vision? What is God speaking to us about? What are some of the things that we're aiming for and looking to, to work towards and uh, respond to what God is saying to us? Well, there's a few things that we're going to mention, and some of these are more local, some of them are more international. And uh, they all come under this heading of mission to one degree or another. So mission, firstly, we want to see here in Derby a resource base established that serves other churches and places both locally and regionally, as well as nationally and internationally. That's one of the things that we're going for as a church, to see a church base established that serves and blesses other churches, both locally and further afield. And increasingly, God is speaking to us about this, to be a base that can serve and encourage and equip other churches. And uh, over the years, we've been so grateful and are still grateful for those that have come and encouraged us along the way and, uh, and helped us as we've sought to respond to what God is saying to us. We now get the opportunity to do that for others as well. Not that we've got to some elite status where we don't need that ourselves. We certainly do. And we'll continue to need that sort of apostolic input and encouragement along the way. But we also get to do that with, with others as well. Many of you will know that uh, I'm part of the Christ Central uh, apostolic team, and I'm regularly involved in working with other churches in the UK uh, and further afield and with their leadership teams. And locally here uh, around the Midlands, we've got a, we're building a Midlands region of Christ Central uh, across a number of the churches geographically close to us. And uh, some of you have been involved in things that we've done together, be it celebrations or you've come with me when I've preached elsewhere. And it's good to be able to do that together. 
And it's good to be able for us to be able to host uh, different things here in Derby, and many of you have been involved in doing that. And thank you for doing that. It always is such a blessing to others as we're able to serve and to bless them together. Now, I've also got some responsibility in Christ Central for what we're doing in Cambodia. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But before we get to international stuff, a bit more locally to us, and I'm expecting a big cheer here, so this is a a cue for the cheer. Not quite yet, just get ready for it. Is that we want to plant a church in Burton and maybe other places in the future. Okay, that is part of our vision. That's what God is speaking to us about, about not just having a vision for the city here in Derby, important though that is, but God is laying on our hearts other places as well. And Burton is particularly where we're focusing at, focusing on at the moment. So Burton isn't just Matt and Lou's thing, although they're pioneering it and leading it for us. This is our thing together. This is what God is speaking to us about that we might be able to be part of what God is doing in that town as much as we're part of what he's doing here uh, as well. So your part might be to pray for them regularly. It might be to prioritise getting along to the Sunday night prayer meetings once a month that happens to be next Sunday evening, quarter past six. Details on the website. Do you like the link there? It's good, isn't it? Um, it might be to give into what they're doing when the, when the time comes for that. I know some of you have, have moved, ready to play a part and be involved in what God is doing there. But all of us, regardless of how we respond, have a part to play in this, to pray and encourage what God is doing there in Burton. In Luke chapter 4, some of you are thinking, when's he going to get to the Bible? The answer is now. Luke chapter 4, verse 42 says this. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him. And when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. So Jesus had a mentality that he was sent to the other towns as well. It wasn't just the place that he happened to be in at that moment. It wasn't just where God was working there. He knew that he was being sent to other towns, to other places also. And we need to have that, to the other towns also, mentality. Does it mean that we forget what God's doing here? No, of course not. God is doing some wonderful things here in Derby and is calling us to be uh, involved in that. But what I'm saying is our vision isn't just limited to the city boundaries. Actually, God is putting on our hearts bigger things. And before we think that having a larger vision just means a few neighbouring towns, places like you know, Burton and Ashbourne and other places that we're starting to, to pray about and work into, actually it means the nations. God is speaking to us about nations So another part of our vision is wanting to play our part in reaching the nations for Christ. The nations. See, God calls us into a relationship with himself. We know that. We talk about that a lot. But it's not just that. Actually, what the Father does is calls us to be part of a people that are reaching nations. So it's not just about you making a personal decision to follow Jesus, we emphasise that a lot in our culture. It's quite an individualistic culture that we live in. But rather, you are joined to a people, a people of promise. 
of people who are on mission to follow Jesus wherever he leads. And God has called us to have a heart for other nations, to pray for other nations, just as Kevin led us so helpfully during our time of worship earlier, to pray and intercede and ask God to break into situations that we see on our TV screens and in our newspapers. But as well as that, for some of you, he calls you to go and to be part of what he's doing in other places as much as he is here. Some of you, that will be going and coming back. Others, you may go and not come back so quickly. As well as that, he calls us to reach the nations that are on our doorstep here in the city. So God calls all of us to pray, most of us to give, and some of us to go. We all have a part to play in reaching nations. And we all have a part to play in making Jubilee a vibrant, multicultural church that represents the city that we live in. See, Derby is a vibrant, multicultural city. It's great, isn't it? I love it. So the church should reflect that. The church should reflect the community that it's part of. So here in a multicultural city, the church should reflect that. And we all have a part to play in praying for that and asking God for that. And so I want us to be a church, friends, that has the nations on our hearts and sees the whole world as our mission field, because it is. We see that right throughout Scripture. We don't have time to get into it this morning. I've preached on it before. You'll know many of the verses, I'm sure. But right, right at the beginning, right in Genesis 12, God says to Abraham that all peoples on earth will be blessed through him. Genesis 12, verse 3. So it wasn't just about the people of God that he was calling together through Abraham's immediate family. But more than that, it was about blessing all peoples on the earth. Isaiah prophesied into it sometime later about um, the people of God being a light to the Gentiles, that they might bring his salvation to the ends of the earth. It's a wonderful phrase, isn't it? To the ends of the earth. That's what God is calling us to. In the New Testament, Jesus said in Matthew 28, verse 19, go and make disciples of all nations. All nations. Acts 1, verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, says Jesus, in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. There's that wonderful phrase again. So that's our patch. (laughs) That's what God is calling us to. The end of the earth. Why? Because that's Jesus' commands to us. Now you might reasonably say, well, how can one church reach the nations? Is that, is that realistic? Can we, can we really do that? Is that practical? Well, firstly, it's about reaching nations here. It doesn't require a plane ride. It requires a bus ride. It's just walking down the streets, getting to know some neighbours of yours that are maybe from a different background to you. Maybe from a different culture or nation. You see, we can't do everything, but we can do something. And reaching people on our doorstep is one thing that we certainly can do. But as well as that, God's putting on our heart particular places. And just recently, he's been speaking to us about Cambodia. And we began to partner with a group of churches called Transformasia. I've been out there for a couple of times at their leadership conference, have spoken at that, have preached in several of their churches. Susan was out there last summer uh, teaching and helping in an orphanage that they run in the north of the country. 
We're building relationship with Tan Lee, who some of you have met, who's preached here on a Sunday, who leads that group of churches. And uh, 18 months or so ago, we went to Tan and said, and said to him, what can we do here in Derby that would be a blessing to you? How can we help? How can we partner with you? What could we do as a local church several thousand miles away that would help your mission in Cambodia in reaching people for Christ there? What could we do? Some things we were doing already, we were starting to help them with their leadership training, speaking into their churches, getting to know some of their pastors, teaching at their conference. But we said, what can we do as a church? What can we do? And we were told about a need that one of their churches had, a need for a building for their kids' ministry. And so you may remember, if you were with us, we brought this need to the church, and we said, how about we could pay for a building to be erected and made available for their kids' ministry? And so we did. I think we've got some photos to show you this morning. It's in a place called Prenet Priya. You can see a map there of Cambodia. And uh, there's a photo coming up of Pastor Wong Wang, uh, that's Pastor Wong Wang, who leads the church in Prenet Prayer. And um, that's the building. You guys paid for that. There's a few photos just to, to scroll through. This is uh, the, what will be their children's centre. They've got some land. They needed some additional space. They've got a load of kids that they serve regularly on a weekly basis. And they said, could you provide for us a building? We've done that. We've paid for that. You guys have made that possible. In pre-net prayer for Pastor Wong Wang's church, you paid for that building. So now, for years in the future, they can use that in reaching their community. They do some great outreach in their community, actually. I've heard uh, some of the stories that they tell about what they're doing. We've made a difference. We've given together. You've, you've given. And we've made it possible that they could build that. that, that. <laughs> well done. That's part of us being able to partner with another church thousands of miles away and say, hey, could, could we bless, could we encourage, could we help you in your mission? We've done that. And we'll continue to do that. And there'll be other opportunities that God will open up to us. But I want to say thank you for giving and thank you for making that possible. They are one very happy church. <laughs> they just had one space before that. And the one hall was for their adults and kids and everybody all together. Now they can do some stuff that's separate with their children, which is wonderful. It's great, isn't it? And also on the Cambodian thing, I'm starting to be in contact with other church in the States who also have some links into Cambodia. And we're seeing how we can work together, how we can do some joined up thinking here. As a, as a team, as a Christ Central team, we're starting to pray and ask God whether he's speaking to us about planting another New Frontiers church in Cambodia as well as work with Satan and the churches that he uh, works with, as well as bless and encourage and partner with him, we're saying, actually, should we be looking to plant another church in that nation as well? And I, I believe we should be. Maybe for some of you or even, God might stir to be part of that. John Piper puts it like this. He says, mission exists because worship doesn't. And God is after worshippers. And you'll know, many of you, I'm sure, that at the end of time, the Bible tells us that there will be people from every tongue, every tribe, every nation, every people group, every nationality, there before the throne, worshipping Jesus. And friends, for that to happen, we need to reach them now with the gospel. 
That's, that's part of what we're doing, isn't it? Reaching people with the gospel. We're part of an international family of churches. We talk a lot about Christ Central and a wider family is New Frontiers and uh, our, our local part of it uh, is called Christ Central. And uh, it's, we've got churches right around the world that we partner with, encourage, seek to bless and work with in, in reaching different communities in different nations. It's a real privilege to have friends right across the globe. And uh, we have so much to learn from many of them. And it helps, gives us a global perspective. And it's been great to see some of the social action projects that Transform Asia run in Cambodia. It's, I haven't got time to tell you all about it this morning. So, some of you have heard about it before. But we've got so much to learn. We've also got an opportunity to give as well and be an encouragement to them. Now, one of the reasons for highlighting some of these things to us over recent weeks, and I know I've skipped through that very quickly and had to do so, is that I wanted us to be reminded of some of the things that God is speaking to us about at the moment. We have got a great vision before us. It's a big vision, but you know what? We've got a big God, so that's okay. And the reason for looking to bring John onto our staff team from September is in order to further resource and help achieve this vision. In order that we might be obedient to what God is speaking to us about. And we firmly believe that having John available to us and around more will help us with that vision. So it's an important and a strategic step for us. And today we get an opportunity to help make it happen. Now, I don't preach on giving very often. And I think every time I do preach on giving, I start off by saying, I don't preach on giving very often. But it's true, I don't. In fact, I think the last time was over a year ago, April 2014. And it was about a year or so before that that I last preached on it. Now, for a subject that Jesus talked about so much, one in seven verses in Luke, in fact, talk about money and possessions, those sort of things. Actually, we don't talk about it an awful lot. But I do want to make some comments on it before we uh, respond in a moment. Jesus said this in Luke chapter 16. He said, no servant can have two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That's what Jesus says. You cannot serve both God and money. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever stopped to think about why it is that God has blessed you financially? In fact, if you have a significant income or significant savings or investments, have you ever stopped to think about why it is that God has given you those things? Why has he blessed you in that way? Is it just so that you can be comfortable or is it just to increase your bank balance? Or is it so that you're in a position to be able to give more so that you can resource the work of God in his world and see his kingdom advance? Now, I'm not saying that God wants all of us to give everything away and go live in a shed. Now, I'm not saying that. The Bible doesn't say that. God does bless us and he wants us to enjoy his blessing and that's good and right. The issue is this. The issue is what is most important to us. What is it that's most important to us? Money makes a great servant but a terrible master. 
And so we need to make sure that we're not serving money. And one way that we get to make sure that we're not serving money is by being generous in our giving. And this morning, I want to call all of us to be generous in our giving. In Luke 6, Jesus says this about being generous. He says, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, I know that many of you give generously on a regular basis. So I want to say thank you for that. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for being committed to Jubilee. Thank you for being committed to what God is doing amongst us and with us and through us. Thank you for being regular and committed to that. Thank you for being obedient to Jesus' commands. But this morning is about the additional, the extra. In the Old Testament, the people of God brought tithes and offerings. Tithes, if you like, were their regular gifts. The offerings were extra on top of that. And so that's why we call this a special offering, because it is a special offering. We don't have them all that often. You can't have a special thing every week. It wouldn't be special anymore. But this is a special offering. It's an occasional thing for a particular reason. And this morning we're taking up an offering. We'll do that in a moment with the aim of resourcing ministry. Being able to bring John onto our staff from September, being able to give into the offering it devoted in the summer. These things God is speaking to us about, and we want to be able to respond to what he's saying and to give generously. Now, often people ask the question, well, how much should I give, be it a regular thing or a special thing? Well, there are no hard and fast rules to this because we're under the grace of God. So it's not that you should give this. There's no should about it. It's about what is God laying on our heart to do? How should we respond to him? C.S. Lewis put it like this. I've said, I've used this quote before. You may have heard me use it. He said, I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. <laughs> he says it in only the way C.S. Lewis can. In other words, if our expenditure on comforts, luxuries, amusements, etc., is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we are probably giving away too little. If our giving does not at all pinch or hamper us, I should say it is too small. There ought to be things we should like to do and cannot because our, given, our commitment to giving excludes them. It's quite a challenging quote, isn't it? John Wesley put it like this in a much simpler way. He said, earn as much as you can, save as much as you can, give as much as you can. Terry Virgo put it like this. He said, beware the danger of assessing your spirituality selectively. God wants you to be seriously committed to giving away money. Generosity is one of the key characteristics of a grace-filled believer. So would you describe yourself as generous? Now in a minute, in a moment, we're going to stop, we're going to pray, and we're going to Ask God to speak to our hearts, and then we'll take up an offering. And I want to urge you and ask you to give enthusiastically and generously, but also cheerfully. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. 
So be cheerful. Don't give under compulsion, but give by faith. And be generous. So what is the offering for? Just to be clear, what we're looking to do is to bring John to staff from September be able to cover his, his salary and pension and national insurance and expenses and all the sort of things that go together when you uh, start employing somebody and also to be able to uh, give generously into the offering at Devoted uh, in the summer. That's what we're looking to do. With the figure that we've said, let's pray and ask God for £20,000, which seems like a huge figure. And it is a huge figure. The last time we went for a special offering like this some years ago, we raised well over that amount. So we're just trying to be responsive to what God is saying to us. I've said over recent weeks that we've been praying and asking God to lead us forward as a church. And we've felt together as elders and trustees, as leadership team, that this is what God was saying to us. And so we're seeking to be obedient to him, seeking to be obedient to his leading. And so what does it mean then to be generous as we respond to that? Well, it depends on your circumstances. For some of you, it might be that £10 is generous, or maybe 100 For others, others of you, generous looks like 500 or £1,000, or two, three, four, or five. I don't, I don't know. It, it's whatever God is laying on your heart to be able to give into this. And my request is this, that you would pray and seek God for yourself on this. Don't go into debt but to be generous. If you're married, please talk to your other half about it. But whatever your financial position, whether you would say that you've got lots or little, the Bible still encourages you to be generous with what you have. And whatever your starting point, God still has something to say about giving and generosity. It's interesting that in um, 2 Corinthians, Paul describes giving but what he doesn't describe is a rich and well-off church, but rather a church that was under severe trial and extremely poor. And he says in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 2 that they gave out of their extreme poverty and that it welled up in rich generosity. Wouldn't it be great if that could be said over us that our response to the Lord welled up in rich generosity? I know you're a generous church because we've seen evidence of that over the years. We've seen some photos of it this morning of paying for that building in Prenet Priya. The Pastor Wong Wang's congregation now got a children's centre because you gave. We've seen it time and time again that God has come through us. We've sought to be obedient to him. He has provided for us. And so what we're doing in this moment is seeking to be obedient to the Lord. And it feels like a faith step it feels like, oh Lord, are you, 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 I think you're in this, but we need to take a step of faith here. And that's what we're doing. We're, as, a, as a leadership team, we're looking at taking a step of faith in being responsive to what God is saying to us. Now, practically, we've tried to make this as easy as possible. And so you have on your seats one of these cards. And as well as giving, you can also make a pledge if you'd like to. This morning, because you may feel that you would like to give a certain amount, but you can't give it all in one go. You might think, oh, I'd like to give X, but I can't give X all in one hit. But over a few months, you might be able to do that. And so, what this card enables you to do is to put in your name and phone number and say, What is the total gift that you'd like to give? 
Maybe what's enclosed at this stage, what you're pledging, and when you intend to redeem that pledge by. If you're a taxpayer, please tick the gift aid box as well. If you haven't yet filled out a Jubilee gift aid form, we can let you have one this morning. To do that, if you tick the box we can, uh, that says that, we can get one to you. That enables us to claim a tax back on your giving as well. But I'm hoping, hoping that this is helpful to you because it, we're trying to make it as easy as possible to respond to what the Lord is saying to us. So you can fill that out. You can pop your gift uh, together with the card in the envelope and in a moment we will collect them. So just fill out on the card in, in a moment what you feel is your appropriate response to the Lord. We feel that in taking this step we're looking at being obedient to him and look at resourcing what he is doing amongst us in order that we might see the kingdom of God advance. We might see his church grow, his presence come, the kingdom advance and mission happen here in the city, locally in the towns we're beginning to reach, in this region, in the nations, in this nation and indeed in the nations. Friends, this is what God is speaking to us about. I want to encourage us this morning to respond in whatever way he's speaking to you about. So I'm going to pray. The band are going to come up now. I'm going to pray, and just stay seated if you would, because I'm going to pray and ask God to speak to our hearts. And in a moment, we're going to uh, stand and worship the Lord together and have opportunity to put our offering in the bucket. And then I think there's something else that I feel I just want to respond to what the Lord's doing this morning as well. But I'm going to pray now and uh, ask God to be speaking to our hearts as we look at responding to him. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, in these moments, we want to be obedient to you and responsive to you. And uh, Lord, everything we've done in this church has been a faith adventure. Actually, even starting it was a, with a, faith, was a faith venture and a, a few of us in the front room saying, we feel God's spoken to us about this place that is new to us, but we've now come to love and call home. Lord, everything we've done over the years has, has been by faith. And indeed, this step now is also another faith step for us as we seek to be obedient to what we feel you laying on our hearts. And so, Lord, we pray that you would own this now. I pray, God, that you would speak into each of our hearts what it is that you would have us give. And, Lord, I pray that there would be generous, enthusiastic, grace-filled, joyful and cheerful giving this morning. In order, Lord, that we might further resource what you're speaking to us about and able to see your church grow, your presence come, your kingdom advance, and mission happen here in the city, locally, in this nation and in the nations. So, Father, we pray now for uh, a great offering. Lord, put the right amount for each of us on our hearts. Lord, help us to be generous and obedient to you. And we pray, Lord, that you would bless our actions and you would make it possible for us to be obedient to you. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. 
feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday morning.